Hello and welcome to a special STEM podcast, a question and answer session with a very special guest. I'm your host, Lawrence Dirks, and I'm joined by classroom teacher and award-winning STEM educator, Megan Anderson, and Australian inventor of the air garden and a fierce advocate for living more sustainably, Prue Bauer. Thank you both so much for joining us today. But before we get started, I want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where we are having this conversation, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. So let's take some questions about the air garden from the students at Roselle Public School. They've sent some questions through Prue that they'd love to learn about it because they've got the air garden and uh, I mentioned to them that I was chatting with you and and, uh, they've got some questions. So Zach, Tobias, Ali and Anna were wondering what inspired you to design and make the air garden? Oh, that's a great question and Tom and I do get asked that quite a lot. I think for us, uh, like lots of people, we thought it would be really easy to grow our own uh, food in our backyard. Uh, unfortunately, we, we had some pretty inconsistent results and we failed a lot of times. So uh, that really, I guess, prompted us to go and find an easier way to actually get the results we were looking for. And I think the other big motivator for Tom and I is we just didn't like the quality of the food that we were getting from the supermarkets or the grocery stores. So that was a big part of our inspiration and our motivation. We just wanted to find a solution to that problem. Thanks, Prue. I've got a question here from Charlotte T, Ciara B and Elise. Was the design that you settled on your first design? Oh, that's a great question. And uh, in answer to it in in one short sentence, no, (laughs) it wasn't. So our initial design, um, or Air Garden 1 as we call it, is quite different to what you guys see in the schools um, today. And whilst it did what we wanted it to do, Air Garden 1, like it grew food really fast, it delivered on everything that we said, it was easy. Um, Functionally, we knew that we needed to make some improvements there to make it even easier for the end user. So the design you see today, or Air Garden 2.0 as we call it, is quite different from 1.0. We've got another question from Tom and Billy at Roselle Public School. Prue, when did you decide to come up with the project and what benefits does the Air Garden have? Oh, great question. Great question, guys. It was the end of 2017 and there's lots of benefits, I guess, to growing with an Air Garden. Um, One is it is really easy. Um, and anyone can do it regardless of their experience, where they live um, or the time that they have. It only takes about 10 minutes a week. Um, It uses 95% less water. You don't need a lot of space. So if you don't have a yard or um, a, a, a space that you want to put it in, it doesn't matter because it takes up very, very little, less than a square metre. So you don't need a lot of space at all. Um, the other great benefits is it's really mobile. So you can move it around and it also packs down into itself. So if you're moving house or going somewhere else, you can just put it into itself and take it away, um, where you go. So it's it only uses 11 cents of electricity a day. So there's lots of benefits, I think, to an air garden. And there's no dirt, there's no digging and no soil. I can vouch for that too, Prue. I cannot manage to keep my plants in the soil alive, but there's always <laughs> something green and growing in my air garden. Uh, so that probably leads me to Ali and Anna's question, how? 
What is the science behind this masterpiece? Yeah, great. And and neither Tom or I are sciences, are scientists or have a science background, but we're fortunate that the uh, the very smart guys at NASA did a lot of the research for us. But what we use to grow in the um, to grow the plants in the air garden is aeroponics. So aeroponics is using really air and water to grow plants. So it's it's uh, sounds really simple, um, but that that's essentially what it is. It's air and water, and those really massive levels of oxygenation are what cause the really explosive growth that you see on the air garden. So the oxygenation part is one of the really powerful benefits of yeah. aeroponics. Now, some people might have heard of hydroponics, yep. and they might have heard of aquaponics. Yes. Now, I I want to encourage everyone listening. Do some research and find out what the differences are between those three. And when you're doing that research, ask, what's the weakness for each of those three? Because I know that when we were looking at helping schools grow plants, um, I was very careful to think about how can we make this easy for classroom teachers that don't necessarily have experience. So um, looking at those three systems would be some interesting research um i love ali and anna that you've used the word masterpiece that's your word it's not our word it's great we do uh we are fans of of the air garden um now vina and nova have given us a question can you think of any improvements Ooh, great what question. would you do better well tom always tells me not to um think of any improvements because it's uh it's certainly uh, a lot of fun when you're in that research and design process um for us what could we do better mm, i think we've had a few people say could it be slightly smaller so could i just have one that goes on my kitchen bench so that's uh, that's a question that we do get all the time. People love it. Um, so could we do a smaller version or have a smaller base um, or just have one that sits on your bench? So um, that's one that's sitting with us as we mull it over uh, a little bit now, but uh, not sure which way we'll end up going on that yet, but that's definitely one um, that we're looking at. We've just released our extension kit, so you can add more plants, which is great. Um, so if you can you want add the to. sections across yeah. up the top, make it a bit taller. Yes. Yeah. 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 Megan, if you've got a, a request for Prue, what would you want different? That's, in the air garden. Do you yeah. have interesting. I, bet, I bet everybody listening to this across the state, their little brains are ticking over at the moment. I bet they've got ideas for you too, Prue. I probably think because I actually don't need the air garden for space reasons, so I want a yeah. bigger one, thanks, Prue. You want a bigger one? <laughs> yeah. All right, we can give you 20. We can give you our commercial okay. version, which will which we'll, uh, we'll release in about three to four months. Awesome. So okay, you can have 10 or 1,000 air gardens Amazing. very quickly. Um, I'm particularly interested in this question from Molly and Sabine. What made you pursue your dream and how does it feel for this to be a reality now? That's a really good question. And uh, I think, you know, when you're in it day in, day out, you you can forget about that journey to to getting to this point Um, now. And I think, um, you know, for Tom and I, we were were pretty determined to find a solution to the problem. But the more that we got into it, I think the the more that we could see by by having this product, um, which is the air garden, it really is a vehicle to allow us to do so much more um, in the world and to help so many more people because it's really important to us that, you know, 
if we're doing something, it's actually for the benefit of all, not just for us. So we really want to feed as many people as we can because we just can't believe that people can't have access to good quality food with nutritional value in a country like ours. So that's that's a really big driver for us. Um, we're also pretty determined and stubborn. I'm a, I'm a Torian, so that means I'm like a bull. Uh, I'm pretty connected to the earth as well, but uh, yeah, that that's a big driver for us. We we love people and we want to help. So, so Molly and Sabine's question, um, I guess you, you haven't finished this this dream yet. No. If your dream is no. to help people, it's to, constant. To eat, yeah, it is something, and the air garden is just a vehicle. It's just a vehicle to try and uh, help the community. Yeah, yeah, Prue. I know that people will be surprised actually by how little access to healthy food many Australians have. Yeah, it's pretty scary. You know, what's what are some of the numbers around it's Australians a, that go hungry? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think, um, you know, the guys that have done some amazing work on this, um, I saw her speak a couple of weeks ago down here in Sydney, is Oz Harvest, um, you know, because they're constantly pro- providing meals and trying to support people that don't have access. Um and, you know, I mean, we talk about, you know, one in five families, you know, struggling to put meals on the table every night, which is pretty scary in this day and age. And I think the current climate That's is obviously... 20% of yeah, Australians yeah, it's a struggling lot. to have access to healthy food yeah. in a rich nation like ours. Rich nation like ours, right. which I think is that, you know, those things that really hit home for Tom and I. Like, and how much is enough for us? How much do we really need? Like, I think, you know, if we're in an environment where everyone is thriving, not just surviving, which is what we're seeing a lot of, then it's got to be a better place for everyone. So if we can do something to help that and assist that, then that's great. And the only way we get to do that is by selling our air gardens because that's our vehicle. So um, there's a real purpose, I guess, and a passion behind that bigger picture and motivation of why we do what we do. And that comes a lot from our mum. So So your mum was an important influence in your life. Yeah, really important influence and certainly um, would have given the shirt off her back and did nine times out of ten. So it's a very, um, very strong gene for Tom and I and she was always a very good supporter of, you know, even local and Australian business. So I think that's why we ended on, well, let's do this here in Australia. It's really important. So, yes, she uh, she's very strong influence and uh, we're lucky, I think, to have had that early in life. Jack H from Roselle has got an interesting question for you. How many times did you fail before your uh, design was successful? We oh. love failure in learning. Um, failure is great because it teaches us so many lessons. It does. It teaches so many lessons. And yeah. every failure, one step closer to the solution. That's the way we like to think of it. And, uh, Jack, in answer to your question, it's probably thousands, <laughs> thousands of times. But, um, you know, when you're motivated and you're passionate, you keep going because I think a lot of times many of us, like we're so close to the finish line or so close to getting there and we just, fall over before the finish line. So um, we're probably lucky that Tom and I work in a team. So there's that real motivation and you drive one another. No, we can get there. Hang on, we didn't think of this. So it's that constant iterating. And even now, like Air Garden, we could we kind of say, oh, great, we're not doing any research at the moment, but it never stops. It's a constant journey and you're always looking for improvements and ways to do things better. So failure is great because it does teach. Um, It's also character building, Um, but it does 
does get you that one step closer to the end result. And it's just a natural part of when you do things you don't know that are new. So it's part of the whole learning experience. But it's fun. You've got to make it fun and laugh and not take things too seriously. So. I guess that you've, you've just answered Archie and Kobe's question there about how many tests it took for you to get it right and you're still thinking maybe it's not, you know, you're still, you're still continuing on this. There's no, there's no yeah. number. No, it's no number. I don't think there's, there's ever a number and um, because you're, you're just constantly trying. And then as we get more feedback and we really try to listen to, you know, whether it's, it's how you guys are using them in the schools or it could be um, people using them in their homes, people come up with these amazing ideas or when we think, oh we didn't think of that so it's so limited only by the imagination which is the thing I think we love about it sometimes Tom probably goes oh my goodness there's so many ideas like it's Um, but yeah it really is only limited by the imagination so yeah I love that part about it you can just keep going I, I want to thank you on behalf of myself and all of the students in New South Wales for inspiring us to follow our dreams but also for striving towards that sustainable future. Thank you, Prue. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad we could be a part of it and uh, it's been great. It's been great because we, we kind of knew that there was this great synergy between um, the air garden again as a vehicle but being able to educate young minds and really grow young minds. Uh, and so it's for, for Tom and I it's just been amazing to actually see that come to fruition as well. So we're really excited. Thanks, Prue, for being here today. And thanks to all the students at Roselle Public School for their questions. It's been really terrific to be able to ask those questions on their behalf. Thank you, Megan, for joining us. And uh, we can't wait to see what schools do with the Air Garden.